And we're live with Paranormal <laughs> Dash Spirits, a place we come to get our booze on. We talk about the booze, the things that go bump in the night. And I get to do that with all my booze. I'm Mike Black. This is Alyssa Black, my wife. Howdy. My best friend, John Burkett. Hola. Hola. There's fuzz on my mic cover. Then unfuzz your mic cover. I am unfuzzed. Oh, look, I've got some too. <laughs> And tonight we're going to bring you a story that starts back in 1900 with the deadliest natural disaster to ever hit the United States. And this was the Galveston hurricane and what became uh, of that and how it played out in the the development of one of the most haunted hotels in the United States. Uh, But before we do that, let's talk. Apparently it is the most haunted hotel in Texas. Oh, is that what they're saying? Which should be its own country. Let's just be honest. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm just <true>. kidding. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So if you're listening on the podcast right now, you can go to YouTube and hear us. And on YouTube, we are 3B Paranormal Spirits. Um, you can also go check out our Instagram page, and that's paranormal-spirits. And that's it. It's oh. paranormal <laughs> underscore dash spelled out d-a-s-h underscore spirits and it's the same for tiktok the same for twitter uh we have a website our website is paranormal-spirits.com and if you go there that's like a launch page for everything you can go and um and that check dash out. isn't spelled out that's it is just not a, it's paranormal the, like a dash the uh, dash ain't yeah the, just a dash uh, spirits.com and You can go there, and that's kind of like a launch page um, for everything. You can get to all of our different sites. You can also get to our swag spot, and that's Boozy's Boutique, where you can pick up your wonderful dad cap or your beanie or your coffee mug or your coffee cup or your your Racerback tee. And when we get to 100 subscribers on YouTube – John's going to wear a t- Racerback tee for the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh. he, John just John just learned about that at the same time you guys are learning about it. You want to see that? I, I think he's I think he's thrilled. What do you think? <laughs> so mm. anyway, I have uh, less hair on my back than you do. So my I tell you what, if you wear a Racerback tee, I'll wear a Racerback <laughs> tee for the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are for women, I'm right? Sure. They're not sized big enough for us. That's we'll get extra large. They're even small for women. We'll get a big one for us. We're, we'll be fine. Get a big one. Get a big one. <laughs> we'll get a big one. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we start off every show because this is a spirits show. We start off a show with spirits, just like we're going to do tonight. And tonight we are drinking tequila. Tequila. That's a that's a little bitty short one for you because you can't handle your alcohol. So sweet. This is a <laughs> this is a big <laughs> a big heavy one for John. Can you pass that to him? Mm. Gracias. Because John can handle his liquor. <laughs> and here you go, John. Tell us all about no, this. Good. What we're drinking tonight. This is tequila cenote reposado. Product of Mexico. So uh, cenote are you might know are the limestone caves where water has eroded underneath them in mm-hmm. Mexico. You find them in the Mayan areas, you know, in, in the Yucatan Peninsula. There's and, one, there's one at Chichen Itza. If you go there yeah. and you can swim in it. 
Yeah, you can swim There's in one that they found that's underneath, and you can swim in it At now. Chichen Itza? I don't know if it's at Chichen Itza. I don't think I they let you in Chichen Itza. Maybe it's, it's one of those that's right there, and they just it opened up, and they found this glorious cenote down there. Now that's so that's cool to just, me. just, the pictures are just amazing. The Mayans believe that was the uh, passage to the underworld and home to some of their gods and goddesses. Mm. And they also found uh, a lot of human remains down there, too. You think that was because they threw the the, the virgins into there? I don't know if those are sacrifices there. or if somebody just slipped. Just drowned. Just drowned. Got drunk on tequila and fell into the cenote. People, they did go down in the cenote. <laughs> or the they hole found opened. evidence of ritual stuff down in the cenote. So, but like some of them, they just the one that I saw, like it, the ground just opened up, like and a sinkhole or something. It was, essentially, mm-hmm. and they yeah. found this cenote that was like yeah, the limestone amazing. just collapses and. That's but crazy. the water is a very beautiful water. It's got water. some amazing pictures, so that's the thing I'd like to yeah. picture. Anyways. So. Uh, this is not made in the Yucatan. This is made in Jalisco, where all tequila is. But like all proper tequila. It's inspired by that. Is it made from virginal water from the cenote? You know, I haven't been able to figure out the source of the water here. I've been looking at that. Um, I'm a little scared. I always get scared when it says ultra premium. Like better than premium? Cenote, it talks about the fresh water. It's been meticulously filtered by the earth, but I don't know if they're bringing their water in all the way from Yucatan to Jalisco. That's a long way. I don't know. Uh, but uh, this I is do the like repo. the cork on this. This is really cool looking. This is the Reposado. And it's aged three months in American oak barrels. Um, Delivers that. Well, I don't, well, I don't we'll tell you what it tastes like, what they say until after we taste it. Yeah. What's the price point on this? This was $45. For a $750? 48 if you use a credit card. You know, they have different prices. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm, this smells good. Ready? It does smell good. Cilantro? Cilantro. Cilantro. and salute. Tastes good too, but it's got some flavor in there. I don't think that's natural. You've become a purist on this, I can tell. That'd be a bit of a purist stop. That tastes like like uh, Casamigos or Azul or something. I'll be honest with you. A little more burny than that. It burns a little bit more. I I get a little bit of cotton candy. Mm-hmm. That's what I, ta- I taste, cotton candy. I love cotton candy. So you and would, I could so taste that now that you said it. I don't you, know if can it you taste the cotton candy? Because yeah. I can... And I don't know if that's because it really is there or because that's what you said, but. I think they were going for vanilla, wood, spice, and green vegetable. I'm not sure which green vegetable. They're talking about broccoli green or beans? asparagus or green beans, but I don't taste any of that. I taste a heavy dose of vanilla and caramelly kind of artificial. I taste a lot of, well, do we know that it's artificial or did it actually come from the barrel? It doesn't say no additives on the bottle. And in three months... Yeah, and like I said, you know, we were talking about this earlier on the way to, on the way back from the liquor store. We were talking about, you know, I don't care what they put in it. Does it taste good? You know? But it's interesting that we've been it's deserty to drinking the ones that don't have additives. Right. And you can really taste it. Yeah, you, you can. Get one. You can it taste tastes additives. artificial. Kind of like if you were to have like normally drink sugary drinks and then you drink aspartame or the stevia kind, you can taste the difference in the sweetness. 
to me, this one tastes artificial. Like the flavoring. Vanilla. The vanilla is... Makes it a little too easy to drink. Honestly, I get <laughs> a little, a little bit of... It's, it burns. <clears throat> I get it's a hot. little bitterness on the backside, too, that I don't normally get with tequila. I taste a bitter. More than the rock. Terramana? That more than that. That didn't have bitter. a bitter taste to it. It just had... it Floral. It, Earthy. Well... Earthy. Dirt. Gra- it tasted like grass to me. <laughs> it tastes like hay smells. It this to me tastes almost identical to my to uh, like the that crystal you know or whatever the, the what the, the Herradura. Thank you. Really? See, I don't get that. I don't get Herradura. I don't get that smoothness of it. Well, I mean, it's it's not, it's, it's not as rounded. No, it's a little uh, got a little more edge to it, but it's a little spicier than that. Yeah, I don't know if that's spicy, but but I mean, like it burns. <laughs> I I feel like I should have spent the extra ten dollars for the La Gritana, where they go on and on about the no additives, right? No whiskeyfying, organic, organic, non-GMO, blah blah blah. But then you wouldn't get the cute little pop hat. <clears throat> no, the it is what? a cool bottle. The bottle. The bottle is cool. <clears throat> it's. I mean, it's not bad. It's. It's. I mean, this would be a good intro for someone who was like I was before, where you have this horrible memory <laughs> of Jose Cuervo, Jose Cuervo or something from college, and then yeah. somebody's, oh, you will try this tequila. Like, or, or two fingers like Alyssa. This is a good, college. good way what? to break in a uh, tequila-shy person. Yeah, this would be a good one. And the, mm-hmm. and you're because you're not going way above a price point that's No, they're not going to spend people. stupid money on it. It's it's palatable. It does not taste bad. It's not $165 a bottle. Like Classe Azul, you know. Um, it's actually a little less than Clooney Juice. Is it? Right? He's about 50 bucks for Ripo, right? I mean, it's right there in the same yeah, range. Yeah, they're about but... the same price range, yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, if I had to choose between this and Clooney Juice, I would go Clooney Juice. Yeah. Which, uh, for those uninitiated, Casamigos, uh, the George Clooney tequila, I would go with George Clooney Casamigos before I would go with this. And it's not a name thing. I just, I like the flavor of it. Well, I've been eyeballing this bottle for a while and finally decided to get it. I have too. I've passed over it many, many times thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to try that someday. So now I've done that. Now we have. Now I've tried it. (laughs) I like the bottle. Oh, that, is, that is a fierce vanilla. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some. Yeah, here's somebody added some vanilla to that one. There's no siete leguas, that's for sure. No, but I I'm gonna give it a thumbs up overall because I do not think it's a bad tequila. No, it's not a no, bad tequila. I don't think no. so at all. No. I think that's a good tequila. They didn't get that flavor from a barrel though. Well, no, but do we honestly? At the end of the day, we don't. Re, are we really worried about where they get the flavor from? I, I I want the flavor to be there, either good, bad, ugly, whatever. I you know I want the flavor, and if they have to put a couple of drops of you know vanilla in there, or whatever More you know, a that's drops of vanilla in there. do what? It's, it's pretty vanilla. It's it is. It's pretty, it is pretty vanilla. Really, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sharp on the vanilla. I mean, it's... But like you say, it's a, it would be a great starter. It's a good thing to break a tequila virgin or... Absolutely. A tequila shy person who is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sweet enough. Good dessert tequila. Like, if you want to introduce somebody to sipping tequilas, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. that would be good with dessert. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good dessert tequila. Too. Okay, so... Or with a cigar, maybe. Mm-hmm. Overall, 
Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. I'm going to go thumb. John's giving it a halfway. Yeah, I won't be buying it again. Okay. No. I'll drink I'll, it again. I'll give it a thumbs up. I'm not going to go buy this for me. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, but I'm I'm not dissing it. No, I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't, think want, it's fine I don't hate it. it. It's not, right. Not, and it's not like uh, <laughs> the one I get the Coralejo the Plata Ooh. last time. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, you know, the repo's good, right? Okay. The Plata was like, <laughs> it is very ethanol yeah, it's like Mexican moonshine. That's what it Ooh. is. Yeah, you could sip this, or you got to shoot that. Right. But I'll probably end up shooting this. That's how it's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's our booze for the night. We've talked about our B double O Z E, which is Cenote Tequila Repasado, one hundred percent agave azul. At least it won't hurt you. No. It won't hurt. No. It's not like Don Julio. Uh, Don Julio. Oh, my God. Don Julio no. won't hurt you. Do, uh, Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo. Thank right. you. <laughs> yeah, it won't, it's not going to hurt you like that. It won't that. do you like Jose yeah. for sure. Okay, so let's talk about the B-O-O-S. And for that, Alyssa's going to take us away. Take us away, Alyssa. Taking us away to Galveston, Texas. Awesome. For those that are not Texans, Galveston, Texas is... Southern, right outside of Houston. The closest beach for those of us that are like East Texans, about three, four hours from here. Yeah, four. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have your nice South Padre everybody goes to, but that's that's Eight a hours hall. Away. Yeah, that's a hall. Corpus, six. Galveston, it's not the greatest beach, not the prettiest sands, but it's a beach. Um, it is and, very and brown water. Brown water, yes. <laughs> Jelly It is not, things it is not the beautiful blue water. water. Yeah, no, it's not a Florida beach. It's nothing like that. But mm-hmm. for us Texans, it's where you go when you live in this area. It's easy to get to. It's also well known for the 1900 hurricane, which struck September 8th of 1900. And it was the deadliest storm to hit um, the U.S. at that time. There has been other ones since. but That had beat it. That has beat it, yeah. Katrina, well, Katrina Ike, beat Katrina. It. I don't think Ike beat it. Carla, um, in terms of the death toll, mm-hmm. Katrina for sure. Oh, yeah. But yeah. at the time, this was it. And just some just statistics real quick. Winds estimated over 140 miles an hour. Um, the storm surge was 15.7 feet, Ooh. which this is before the seawall. So for those that haven't been to Galveston, the entire beach is now lined by a concrete seawall. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't there. Galvestonians, there were 37,000 residents at the time, and 8,000 died. And Seawall Boulevard is, 8, is the thousand 20% died. of the population died. Holy crap. I didn't realize it was that many. That's a lot of people. Yeah. It was 20%. I didn't really realize that that many died. They said in between six to eight. Most of them say eight. They say, but they give a rounded number of 20% of the population. And that um, also in the destruction was 3,600 buildings were destroyed. Golly. You know, in comparison, we were talking about the one, uh, the Smurl haunting up in, was it Pennsylvania? That I think, and that was one of the the deadliest hurricanes, you know, in years. Oh, because it, it was so far north. Yeah, uh, it, but it was only 130, 135 people died or something like that. You know, this actually says that. As opposed to 8,000 people dying. It still says it's considered to be the deadliest natural disaster in U.S. history. That's what I read. Um. There's been some floods that wiped out a lot of people, but I, you may be right. How many people died? That's true, actually, because um, only 
I don't mean this in poorly in poor judgment, but there were 1,400 fatalities in Katrina, and there were 8,000 in this one. Yeah, yeah, so this is the deadliest this is hurricane the deadliest to ever get. for the yeah. U.S. history. Um, also, this is what spurred the um, meteorology starting to figure out how to how predict, predict these storms to protect people in the future. Uh, and that's where this kind of, I know that, that that's where that really um, took off was during this. And the seawall. In the seawall. So I'll talk about yeah, that. That, um, but, that came after the hurricane. Yes. Too. So mm-hmm. to round this out, the estimated damage at the time was $20 million at that time, which at this time now is $700 million worth wow. of damage. It, I bet it'd be a lot more than that if they had. I mean, Katrina was billions and billions mm-hmm. of dollars in damage. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you think about how widespread Katrina was compared to, and the fact that the water stayed. Yeah, so, and two, and so. My understanding of, as poor as I remember history, my understanding of this was that Texas took the brunt of that hurricane. Galveston took the, the brunt. The eye went over Galveston. Yeah, the, it took the brunt of that hurricane. That, well, for one thing, Most it was of the, the 15 foot. And lives were lost. It was the 15 yeah. foot surge. Yeah, good Lord. And so to talk about the seawall, so right after that, that was in 1900, the seawall was started in 1902, did not complete <laughs> until 1960. Wow. It took them 58 years to complete the 10.4 mile long concrete seawall. They're getting paid by the hour or something. (laughs) Oh, But part of that is because of how many hurricanes hit in that amount of time. That tore part of it away. It would tear it apart and then they'd bring it back. And it would tear it apart and then they'd have to bring it back. So by the time they actually finished the whole thing, it's 58 years. Remember the restaurant used to be out on the pier? Yes. Mm -hmm. That got Rita took that one out. Yes, Rita did take that one out. Um, <clears throat> so, 1900 was the storm, and 1910 is when we are talking about the Hotel Galvez, otherwise known as the Grand Galvez, otherwise known as the Queen of the Gulf. See, that's what the I've heard it called, the Queen of the Gulf. Gulf. Mm-hmm. In 1910, construction of the Hotel Galvez begins by the Galveston Hotel Company, and it was built to replace the Beach Hotel that burned down in 1898, um, which was the only year-round beach hotel there. So they wanted to create another year-round hotel to help reestablish the tourism because it kind of fell a little bit after 20% of the people died and nobody wanted to go visit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they're good beaches. Think how much, how much less crowded the beaches would be after that. <laughs> it's probably Cause, dirty. Because nowadays, or last time I was in Galveston was probably 10 years ago. Well, I know it was 10 years ago. Uh, talk about crowded. Well, we were there about a month and a half ago, and it's pretty crowded. Where we go is, you know, there's so many places now you can go south of that, of the actual Galveston. Yeah, you go to Surfside, you go to the island over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we always end up at Surfside. Galveston uh, is an island, by the way, but there's another island right up the, you take the ferry across. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. um, uh, Port. Port Isabel. Is Port Aransas? No. No, Isabel. Port Isabel. Aransas Isabel. is by Corpus. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, my, and my geology's off. <laughs> so the Grand Galvez <laughs> Hotel <laughs> opened. Fun fact: June tenth, which is our daughter's birthday. Oh, it opened June tenth of nineteen eleven. So it took a year to build, which is a massive hotel. So that's surprising. And it was open as the first fireproof hotel. Hmm, which I thought was interesting. That'd be an interesting experience. Has it ever been tested? <laughs> um, no. No. It has not burned, but it has um, seen some hurricanes. Um, 1915, hurricane hits again. Now, this is also before they started naming the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So you just have hurricane. 
It hit the hotel, but it was spared by the new seawall. Yeah. So it didn't have a lot of damage. Um, at then in 1918, there was just there's like these this whole timeline on the website. But in 1918, a night stay was two dollars. It ain't anymore. I was gonna say, I bet it's mm-hmm. not now. And they had about forty thousand guests that went through the hotel in that year. About a hundred wow. times that now. That's a lot of people. Yep. In nineteen twenty eight, the Baker Corporation purchased the hotel for a million dollars. Baker. I know. I don't think it's him. It's not him. It's mm-hmm. not okay. Baker. Not yeah, Baker, Baker from, from Crescent. the Crescent mm-hmm. Hotel. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do- they, Dr. Baker. Yeah, in nineteen twenty eight, so that the modernization project begins. Um, in 1931, it was sold again to the original people that had backed the hotel. Um, so it kind of switches hands a few times. In 1937, President Roosevelt makes the hotel his official summer White House while he fishes offshore on the USS Potomac. Potomac. So I remember that. He stayed there as his summer White House. Mm-hmm. In 1940, it changed hands again to the National Hotel Corporation. A swimming pool was installed. A modern motel on the east end of the hotel so they installed a motel at the end of the hotel, and the Galvez Club was built, which is a members-only club. That was in 1940, Do you before have to wear the war. The, jackets? the members-only jackets. I know. I thought about that. I don't know. <laughs> of course, that's before the war. During the war, 1942 to 1944, the U.S. Coast Guard uses the hotel as its headquarters, and this included a staff living space. There were no guests allowed at this time. Oh, really? So the Coast Guard did they? Or if they commandeered it, or they actually rented they it out. They commandeered it. Actually, says commandeered. Yeah, oh, they, they? they okay. commandeered it during World War Two. Wow. Now there's a big station down it. They got a separate station. You know, now there'd be remuneration for that. I mean, you'd have to. They'd have to recoup you have some naval station, Coast Guard station, and naval air station down in Corpus now. Yeah, but I'm saying if the government came in and took something from you like that to utilize for their federal purpose, then they would have to pay you back. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Quite well, probably. Two dollars a night, every yeah. Um, Two years. Then, just as a little fun fact, so you have. Then there was an island raid on gambling casinos in 1957. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's when. uh, An island raid on island wide raid. Oh, okay. On gambling casinos. And all the Galveston rackets were closed, and some of that happened under in this hotel. So I thought that was interesting. Um, 1961 is when they started. It's around the time they started naming hurricanes. Hurricane Carla hits on September 11th on 9/11, mm. and then on 9/12, tornadoes strike the seawall and oh, cut north and cut north to the courthouse and destroyed 120 buildings. The day after the hurricane, mm-hmm. the tornadoes came from the back. Of the from the storms that were created, mm-hmm. God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they in 1965 it was closed for renovations. In 1971, it was sold for a million dollars to the fourth owner, um, who happened to be the first owner that did not have any ties to Galveston, but he did partner with a BOI, which is born on island. Oh, you're called okay. a BOI so if you're born on the island. So some carpet bag in Yankee came down here. <laughs> Essentially, by the name of Harvey McCarty. Yes. Um, in 1978, it was purchased by Denton Cooley and starts another renovation in 1979. And then in, it reopens as the Galvez Marriott under the Mariner Group. And it was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1979. In 1983, Hurricane Alicia causes damages, but the hotel was reopened the next year once damage was repaired. In 1988, it was sold at auction after declaring bankruptcy. 
It was sold to the Aetna Life Insurance Company. I'm glad I met you. <clears throat> Aetna, it's a it's joke. A, it's an Aetna slogan. Dad Aetna, joke. I'm glad I met you. Nope. Nope, nope, nope y'all have nope. lost me. Um, I'm looking to see how many rooms are there. I can't remember what they said. 226 rooms are in this hotel. Um, so, let's see. In 1993, the Mitchell Historic Properties purchased the hotel from Aetna for $3 million and then spends $20 million to upgrade it so that it can look like it used to in 1911 to harken back to its 1911 appearance. In 1996, the Wyndham International manages and operates as part of their premier historic hotels, and it was called part of the Wyndham, Wyndham Grand Hotel. Um, in 2002, it became a member of the Historic Hotels of America. In 2005, the second renovation of the hotel removed heavy drapes obscuring the gulf views and restored the hotel the lobby level windows to its original appearance fabrics and carpets were updated and an oleander garden was launched and planning for the spa started so it was in 2005 in 2008 the spa at the hotel galvez opened in what was once the barber shop and the drugstore september 8th of that year hurricane ike hit flooding the entire spa in the complete lower level of September the hotel. Is, September's a bitch for Galveston. Yes. Isn't it, though? <clears throat> God bless. So that, they opened... The first two weeks of September. Is yeah, rough. so if you plan on going to the Galvez, statistically speaking, you, should you shouldn't do it in July September. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I just looked at the prices, and they're twice the price during the first week of September, <laughs> during like Labor Day. I'm trying to make up for all the Septembers they missed, I guess. <laughs> So, 2008, spa opens. Same September 8th of that year, it floods. Complete lower level of the hotel floods, and they have to close it for repairs. Reopens in 2009. 2011 was the centennial year for the Queen of the Gulf, and it was celebrated by having a mass wedding vow renewal for former guests who had been married at the hotel. Oh, that's sweet. Which I thought was kind of fun. Um, in 19, uh, 2018, they modernized the lobby and overnight guest rooms again. And in 2021, the Wyatt family purchased the hotel and renamed it the Grand Galvez. In August of that year, of 21, construction plans totaling $31 million begin. I'm sorry. I thought you said $31 million. I said $31 million. This is after Good. they just did a $20 million <clears throat> reno in like 05. God. Now we've got a 30, but you have to think about it too. The atmosphere here is just, it degrades everything. This salt water is awful. And the yeah. humidity down there. I mean, it's the, just, ugh. it's so bad. Like, don't take a car down there. Oof. Don't buy a car from down there. Yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> so the lobby renovations were created, were completed in June of 2022. And in 2023, complete guest room, pool, and suite renos and the transition to the Marriott Autograph Collection property took effect last Friday. Wow. Yeah, I knew when I went to hit the book of room, it took me to Marriott's website. So it happened on Friday the 21st at midnight that it became, once again, became a Marriott Hotel, which it originally was a Marriott Hotel in 1979. Yeah, interesting. So the fun part, the building was originally pink. If anybody that's ever looked at the pictures, it was originally pink, and the color was created by mixing ground pink granite into the stucco finish, giving the building a glowing appearance when it was illuminated by the sun. Mm. It's pink again now, I after this that. last reno. It's pink again. Mm-hmm. It was white. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because when we drove past last time, it was... Pink. 
that pinkish. They restored it back to what they wanted it, what it used to look like. And like I said, that was a mixture. When I was there 10 years ago, it was white. Yeah. I know. Now it's, it's, it's a glorious shade of pink. <laughs> I, I won't. It's Barbie, but they did it just in time to tie in with the Barbie they movie, sure right? Did. So, ghost stories. There, there is one that sticks out. I was reading that they teach kids about this in school, about this, the lovelorn lady named Audra from room 501. She was a 25-year-old that was engaged to a sailor that had sailed out of the port of Galveston. She was waiting for him to return from sea and a storm blew in. When she was waiting for him, she would often climb a narrow ladder to the eighth floor, which goes out onto a turret that's on the main roof. And she'd sit, there's four turrets, and she'd sit within one, and she would look at the sea and wait for his ship to come. Well, she received a telegram that his ship had sunk in the storm. And in being as distraught as she was, she hung herself in her bathroom. Oh, I thought she was going to jump off of that somebody. No. She I, hung herself see, in that bathroom. Was, I, you're not going to jump off The whole of thing it. with up on top of it and I looking know, out for the ship. Beep. I said, she's going to head... She's going to do a swan dive right into the nope. the patio or something. Hung herself in the bathroom. I'm waiting to find out if everybody is confirmed dead at least. Uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> the telegram was wrong. His ship didn't sink. Oh, man. It's just like Dracula oh, untold. This is like Romeo and Juliet. So he returned to the hotel looking for her. And he killed himself. Only to find out she had taken her own life. And he no. killed himself. No. Oh, no. well, then that would have been pure Shakespearean. Pure Romeo and Juliet. I'm sure he did. Probably he, named his first child Audra. I don't know. He's probably he like, man, there, I dodged a like, bullet that time. He's like, why did this crazy bitch not just wait to find out if yeah, everybody she, went down with the ship? Just because the ship went down didn't mean I couldn't swim. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that his ship didn't even go down. That's the sad part. This was so awful. Yeah, it is pretty awful. I We jest, but that would have been horrible. It was too. a long time ago. It's okay. Nobody knows. I mean... Okay. Is that what it is? If it's far enough, far enough yeah, back, you can make like fun it, of it, and it's not a big soon, deal. You know, it's oh not yeah, like okay, that. I got We're you. talking a hundred years ago, so yeah. So we, we've had time to to no, get over the, it. to I mean, grow callous. This person's name, even Audra. Yeah, last name. No. Yeah, so I mean, there might grow, have been one. I'm sure somebody knows it, but I. So didn't we've had enough time to grow it. callous, and it's okay to make yes. fun now. Yes, you can make fun of stuff. So, okay. but depending on the tragedy, also makes difference on how soon uh, is too soon. That's like that's you true. still can't make nine eleven jokes. So we can laugh about me getting an erection in algebra class in front of the whole class while I'm working out a problem on the board. That's not a tragedy, was no. But I mean, that would that'd be pretty devastating for someone, right? I mean, but it, that was all the way back in like I can't seventh grade. You went so. There. I, well, I'm just uh, saying. It's, I can't why would that there. be devastating? It'd be, just, It'd be uh, embarrassing. Hey, look, I'm a man. <laughs> so, so we digress, <laughs> gentlemen. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the tequila. Raise the flag. I thought raise it was funny. Raise the flag. Ponchos, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, now we're going. So this <laughs> is, I think it's probably one of the, the most well-known because it's sad. It's so tragic. Number one. That is sad. It's very tragic. But number two, because apparently she haunts the shit out of this hotel. Oh, really? So she's rumored to wander the hotel blowing out candles and breaking dishes. People have reported hearing doors slamming in this room specifically, 501, feeling cold breezes, lights and TVs turning on and off without assistance. Um, Hotel staff has reported um, issues with the room key electronic system as if there's some sort of interference, but it's mainly just this room. They'll go up there to use their key and it doesn't work. 
Oh, that irritated the piss out of me. If I'd yeah, and it happens over and over again. Um, there was one occasion during a renovation where a housekeeper came up the hallway and saw a bright orange glow from underneath the room. And so she called downstairs, and they said the room was vacant. So she walked in, and nobody was in there. There was no lights on. She didn't know why she saw it. At the same time, lights had been seen on the turrets on the roof. Oh. And no one had any access to flashlights or candles. It's orbs. So. Mm. It's like those, the Hoyabachu, you know, the floating orange and red orbs of light that. Um, some have reported seeing a sad looking woman in a period dress only to have her disappear. But I feel like that happens all the time. I do have a story though of these people. I'm sorry. I was trying to get John to get closer into his mic. That's all. Why don't I bring it <laughs> there closer you go. to me? There you go. Sorry. Go ahead. Are you done? Proceed. Yeah, I'm totally done. Okay. I apologize. Technical difficulty there for a second. So this person, um, they were paranormal investigators, essentially. They had like some K2 machines or K2, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. K2 meters. Yeah. yeah. Meters and, and meters. what have you. Um, so she said, we checked into our room and I began introducing myself to Audra and telling her why we were there and how much I'd love to have some contact with her. My husband left me alone in the room while he went out to park the car and get our bags. I turned on the K2 app and told her she could talk to me if she wanted to. There wasn't anything going on with the K2, but soon my husband texted me and asked what was wrong with my phone. He said he tried to call me, but someone else kept answering my phone and his texts weren't getting through. We never did figure out what was going on with that. I got a little weirded out and stepped into the hallway where I promptly locked myself out of the room. When my husband came back up, he went in, we went inside together and turned the app, the K2 app back on. This is one of those things where you it picks up it's not an actual K2 meter. They have a they an have app. A, it's a, an app on the phone. Yeah. It's an app on the phone that technically, since there's a magnet, is it? I'm going to screw this word up. Magnetometer. 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 Right. Yes, it's the thing. No R. Yeah, that in, on your phone or in your that phone senses where. Right, that you would use for the like phone, right? uh, the compass uh, app. Also, could use you know, that it same knows, thing. It knows the orientation of your phone, like you know, right. Yeah. So, it, technically, I guess it could use that to to sense EMF changes. I mean, that makes sense to me. Maybe. But okay. So anyway, well, she said. Uh, we turned the app back on when we got inside. I asked Audra to tell me about herself, and the voice on the app said, "Bathroom, ow." Um, she hung herself in the bathroom. Freaky. It then said drawer. I went to the drawer and opened it, and there were three books. I grabbed one and said, do you want me to read one of these books? The K2 said have. So I sat down the bo- sat down with the book. Ovulus. Ovulus. Yeah. So I sat down with the book I had in my hand and flipped through it. In it was a story about Audra. I read it out loud to my husband. When I got to the part about how her boyfriend had come back, and the K2 said almost rescued. Weird. I flipped a few more pages in the book and Mason decided, her husband decided to ask her something. He said, what are you doing now, Audra? She said, presidents. He laughed and said, well, that doesn't make any sense. Then I showed him how the page in the book I was reading was about all the famous people who had stayed at the hospital, at the hotel. Um, and, who's, and, and included pictures of some former presidents. Then the K2 app said hurricane. Galveston was hit by the most deadly hurricane on record in 1900 and was hit again by Hurricane Ike in 2008, which destroyed much of the island. Other weird things the K2 meter said were veil, stressed, married, smile downstairs, and frightened. 
However, it also said a bunch of jibber-jabber that made no sense. We double-checked the app, though, and it said, if you have the sensitivity to it, you can get a lot of false readings. Maybe it's all coincidence. Maybe some was real. Who knows? Yeah. But I thought that was kind of interesting that if it wasn't, it's kind of, like I said, kind of interesting. So um, other people have reported in this room and other rooms that the drawers open by themselves. Like, And this person has taken a video, and it takes like seven seconds for the drawer to slowly open by itself. And then it'll shut back. What? For real? And then it'll open again. And they got video of it. Yes. Multiple people have gotten videos of it. And this is in 501. 501. And actually in other other rooms, 501. Is it 515? Is that another one? 501 is the big one, but the whole fifth floor is very haunted. Fifth through the eighth is very haunted. Like That's where they get the most that happens. Um, That'd be impressive to see. That would be I impressive. I think that would be super that impressive would impress to see. Shit out of me. I've so seen some impressive stuff, but that would be pretty impressive uh-huh. to watch it That's open and close. A lot of energy to open yeah. and close a door, a drawer like that. You can slam a door. It says one little one push guy. Of so we stayed there for a sales meeting. One guy even filmed it and captured his dresser drawer opening all by itself. He said the drawer was open when he came in from the bathroom three times, and finally he closed it and filmed it slowly opening over seven seven seconds. And it says, stay on the seventh or the fifth floor, which are the most active. The concierge will give you one of the electric pulse detectors for fun. This was in 18, so it may not be the same thing anymore. But I thought that was kind of neat. But I did hear that multiple times in a bunch of different stories. Hmm. Read that, that they give you little detectors. That's Mm -hmm. worth the $300 a night to see the drawer open and close on its side. Well, and I will say, that's like a beachfront, but you can stay there for like $150 for a king. Yeah, but then you're looking at... Galveston. If you're there for the ghosties, it doesn't matter. I love it. I was reading one of the, or maybe somebody had told me that uh, when we were talking about pricing for rooms for the Galvez, and it's you can get a an ocean view, mm-hmm. or you can get a city, city view. view. That's what I said. It was like yeah, it is like hundred dollars difference between city view and ocean view. Yeah, and but have you been to Galveston? Yeah. Have you looked at the city? It's of one block. I mean, it's on Seawall Boulevard, right? Yes, so it's right there. Even if it's City View, you're still looking at like rainforest cafes and shit, you know, all the tourist stuff. <laughs> no, because behind it is some ghetto ratchet. <laughs> it is homes. ratchet. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I mean, just I've never one been block off. Of off. Really. Yeah. There you go. Well, go one block. On. It's just like being in Mexico when you go one block out of the, the touristy places. Uh, oh, out of the tourist places. Right. If you go one block out of the touristy areas, then you're in some pretty rough neighborhoods. You're sometimes. Plato Carmen. You can go uh, Calle Cincuente. It's like it. it it's 15th Street, but mm-hmm. that's 50th. I just said whatever. Mm-hmm. Calle Quince, right? And uh, even a few blocks out of that, it's still a pretty nice-ish residential uh-huh. neighborhoods and stuff. Try that in La Paz, <laughs> man. In Bolivia, you go through well, no, yeah. no La Paz, Mexico. I mean, you go. One, oh, I thought you meant the capital. No, 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 no. La Paz, sure La Paz, place. Mexico, down in the Sur. Man, you it, when you're on the the wall there at the beach, dude, it's like Rodeo Drive. It is fancy schmancy. You go two blocks in, and it is rough. I mean, they have Haydite block, razor wire, glass broken on top of the Haydite. So that I mean, Jamaica's like that too, dude. It's you rough, outside, man. It is rough. Some, you get outside of the. Rebar. The resort, Rebar, the tourist yeah. areas, and uh, it's 
hate out block houses with no window and no glass in the windows, just open windows to ventilate it. And yeah, so Galveston is like that when you get off the seawall. It's it's pretty rough. So that main road that goes up off the seawall back up to Houston through there, it's not too bad because there's some mansions and stuff that line yeah, right. that one. And then on the canal, on the waterways and stuff, there's nice houses. Right. But the overwhelming majority, it's listed as – one of the worst, if not the worst, place in Texas to live. Oh man, no, there's places like Jacksonville no. I'm telling you this. And- <laughs> I'll I'll send you the link for it. it's the worst. Actually, Van. Jacksonville is up there too. You're derailing my story. Arp. I'm totally apologizing because Sorry. we were talking about Love Lorn Lady, and I saw you searching. I was trying to buy you some time. I'm not searching. I was looking at pictures of oh. the Galvez that I have because a oh. friend just went there this last weekend. Yeah, the Fifth Ward to Houston. tell you that it's a U shape. So depending on what part of said building you're in, you know, you could, the front of it faces the the beach, mm-hmm. but the back of it, like if you were on this side, there's a street right here and that could probably, you'd see the Rainforest Cafe. You are along all over here. Mm-hmm. You are not seeing what you want to see. There's nothing yeah, over there. That's what I'm saying. It's rough. You don't want to see that. So what you're saying is the 1900 Pay- hurricane didn't hurricane. wipe out enough. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> they just it. rebuilt <laughs> They rebuilt it shittier. Yes. Just go ahead and get the ocean view. Pay the extra. Yeah, it is. I think it's probably worth it. But okay, I apologize. No, for you're fine. Really. It's fine. Um, so one of the other stories that you would hear if you go on, they have ghost tours and such, but mm-hmm. um, one of the other stories um, is about Sister Catherine the Nun, um, St. Mary's Orphan's Asylum. That's Orphan's a, Asylum. Orphan's Asylum. Yes, the things it we used to name things. It was named a long time ago, just, I'm sure. You know. It was destroyed in the hurricane of 1900, and there's two stories. I've read where the hotel is said to have been built on top of the ruins of the orphanage. There's another story that talks about how when the hurricane came through, that the nuns used ropes to tie themselves to the children so they didn't lose the children in the water. Well, Sister Catherine tied herself to some children and um, they said that because of this, that they likely all died because of this tying. They couldn't get away from each other. Um, they found her and multiple children tied together, found their deceased bodies. And wherever they were found, they buried. And then on top of this, they built. That's what I heard. There's a mass grave underneath the They say it's a mass whatever. grave of that, or she's at least on the property. So I thought it was worse than that. Actually, I thought it was a mass grave. Like where the, all the people that they weren't identified or claimed after the hurricane, they put them all in a mass grave and then built the Galvez on top of it. Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. Well, according to this, that that's not at least not when it comes to the orphans' asylum. There were ten nuns and ninety children that were killed from this orphanage. Um, well, that's okay. That's a hundred people. Yeah, but I mean that's still pretty massive. There's ninety children. They're though. buried under that. They said the body of the nun and the children was found either on the beach near the Galvez or on the hmm. property, and they are rumored to be buried on the property where the hotel now sits. So there's two stories: they're either buried there or it's built on top of the ruins of the orphanage. Regardless, so did we, do you hear children's laughter? And stuff? Yes, and, uh, there's been reports of a young girl bouncing a ball in the lower levels of the hotel. Sounds of children's laughter and running in the spa and throughout the hallways. At times, people have reported feeling children wrap their arms around their legs in a way like they want attention or protection. Um, Trying to get away from the nun spirit. You saw those movies, you know. 
there was actually a story from the uh, woman that is the ghostess. She does the ghost tours. And she said, I had one experience that started in the lower levels of the hotel and it was pretty intense. I walked through a cold spot, but what stopped me in my tracks was that when I went to take a step to go upstairs, I felt electricity shooting through my entire body. I stopped and I said out loud, is there anyone here with me? I don't know what I was expecting. Once that feeling passed, I went up to the front desk, put my stuff in the back office, and started straightening up a table that's next to the desk. As I was straightening, I felt something small come up and bear hug my legs. I looked down to my left, nothing was there. I looked to my right, nothing was there. I'll never forget that one. That was one of our little ones, and I think they really pick up on my energy as a grandmother. Hmm. And so... And she's not the only one that's reported that. Um, there's been other people that said they felt like a little kid wrapping their hands around their leg. Like a leg, not both legs, but a leg. Um, there's also a piano that's said to be played by mysterious little hands. Um, and random women have reported hearing someone cry out, Mommy. Hmm. So they've, uh, and multiple women have reported that. So. Oh, wow. Um, there's also the first floor bathroom near the music hall, which there's a large brunch that goes on like every weekend. Every Sunday, according to the yes, website. Yes. Sunday brunch at the Grand Galvez. $80 a ticket. Whoa. For breakfast? Brunch. What are they serving? Brunch. Per. It doesn't say what they're serving. I already tried to look at it. So do we get mimosas with this? I'm, I'm not sure. I just know because my friend was there, like I said, last week. Uh-huh. And, caviar. And she's like, you know, we were going to go eat, but there was brunch here. And so we thought, well, we'll see if it's reasonable. She said, it's $80 an adult and $40 a child. Hmm. I said, are they Golly. serving caviar and lobster? I mean, they might. I mean, they might. I, mean, I, I can't. I can't. It, I, I can't. That's not. I can't do that. They used to do that uh, every day at the place in... Uh, Jamaica, mm-hmm. and uh, every morning they had like smoked salmon, mm-hmm. rows and rows of it, and uh, smoked uh, swordfish and uh, prosciutto de Parma. At the time, twenty five now thirty five dollar pound prosciutto de Parma, just laid out, just all you can eat, all you so, can eat. You know, for a special so, meal, eighty bucks though for a brunch. But then your kids. I'm sorry. It's an experience. How's that? It is. We'll and, say it's and an I'm, I'm sure the food's great. I mean, and maybe you get drinks with it. That would be ideal. Probably. Yeah. Um, I do. I have heard. Um, she did tell me that apparently with the new. Um, Better be a Bloody Mary and a mimosa. That it was. It took 30 minutes to get a drink at the bar. So we, we're having some issues with how new we are right now. But you know what? I'm sure they got to work out some kinks. Yeah. It's fine. Out the founders bar. But. $80. I have a hard time eating $80 worth of food. I don't. So, I tell you what. I pay $80 for their brunch. I'm going to put them out of business. <laughs> Here. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you ever... I don't recommend necessarily doing this, but if you go to Golden just Corral... <sighs> I do like their... Um, I just eat gracious. steak over and over. I eat pounds of steak. Mm-hmm. They lose money on people like me. They make money on kids who go in there and eat mac and cheese and stuff. And they lose so, money on men who go in there and eat like four <laughs> right. pounds of steak. You know, and maybe this is crab, <laughs> lobster, you know, yeah, lots of seafood. Because crab, crab, I mean, so it's I get 40 it. bucks a bucket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's expensive. So, I mean, and I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, 
I would be honest. If I'm thinking brunch and I see that the ticket price is eighty dollars, I'm going to be floored. Brunch I'm, is expensive. I, yeah. I mean, because you know, if you get Benedicts and and you have the the kind with the crab, lump crab meat and stuff on there. I mean, I can. Yeah, say I said, are we serving surf and turf know, breakfast? Because if you're just going to give me an eggs, eggs really Benny, expensive. I'm going to be like. <laughs> eggs are really expensive now, you know. Well, be- better be a fresh crab <laughs> cake serve, eggs, Benny. They do serve breakfast. I'm sure at the Monarch restaurant it, on Bloody Mary. non-Sundays. And it ain't cheap. Ain't well, cheap. and you know, and that may include mimosa, Bloody Mary, you know, your breakfasty drinks. I'm not sure. But I say that because there's a first floor bathroom near the music hall, which is where this is held. Or that's where like this restaurant is down there. And um, it is said to be haunted. They People just get a creepy vibe. Lights go out after entering a stall. Loud footsteps when no one is there. Toilets flushing when no one's there. Children laughing. Stall doors shaking, sink faucets turning on by themselves, and voices being heard. Also, the scent of gardenias, which is said to be the sign of whatever paranormal entity haunts the room. The gardenia smell? Mm-hmm. Like the cigar smoke in, or at Crescent, pipe smoke at Crescent? In, at Michael's room? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Apparently it's okay. gardenia-scented stuff. Hmm. So, um, and then... To round everything out, and we can, I took some pictures, or I have some pictures, but the painting of Viscount Bernardo del Galvez. He was a Spanish governor of Louisiana, and he's the namesake of the hotel. Um, he died in 1786. Yeah, there. is Galveston named after him as well, the, the mm-hmm. island of Galveston? Yeah. Okay. I saw that on them. Yeah, yeah yes. okay. I was just curious. I, I kind of figured it was. And that's the where the time. Galvez is from is that yeah, it's his actual name so the painting is at the head of the grand staircase right i saw this remember i said i said that looks haunted as and hell. i said and it is people have reported his eyes following guests as they walk by so kind of like the mona lisa i guess um people standing next to the painting have reported feeling chills or uneasiness and when people have reported trying to take pictures of the painting their photos are distorted with skeletal images emerging instead of the image of galvez really that's what people say. Okay. And but there is a report that the only photographs that have had a clear picture of the portrait are when the photographer has asked the portrait for permission. Do you think the one on the website they asked him for permission? They may it's have a clear photograph. On it, it is a clear photograph. I, I don't think it's the boat. It's the painting. I think it's the staircase because that is a haunted ass looking staircase. I know. <laughs> My friend who went, she said her seven, her six year old daughter, who's soon to be seven, said, "Mom, I'm not going over there." It's creepy over it there. It is creepy. It's I mean, creepy. It's and dark so, wood paneling and the red carpet going up. You'll put a picture in here. but Yeah, um, I have a picture. It, I didn't even notice the painting. What I noticed was the staircase. I was like, ugh. So all you need now is this little kid walking around going, red, red, Reminds red, me of a staircase red, 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 at the Crescent or at every other haunted, haunted hotel. something year yeah. old hotel. But I will say, we'll put some of these pictures. Oh, yeah. That whole area. Look at that creepy statue thing in the. That's the elevator. Oh, yeah, so somebody's standing in the elevator doing this? That's no, it's one of those silhouettes. <laughs> but we'll put this on here. I mean, they've really, like, they have Queen of the Gulf written on the floor. Brand new, like, carpeting. And this apparently, when you post this up here, it's it's actually, like, printed fabric I'm, wallpaper. Man, it, it's impressive. The area, uh, I don't know if it's the restaurant order with the black and white tile. Hang on. That's that's yeah, a very that's luxurious dope. looking place. I oh, will say that's that. It. Yeah, that's dope right there. That is beautiful. It's very yeah. checkered, like mm-hmm. almost 1950s. But 
So we'll 1930, post these pictures up there, but um, make sure you forward those to me. Yeah, this time. those are all I did forward them to you. You just didn't put them on there. Okay, you're right. <laughs> um, call me out. <laughs> I've always wanted to stay there. I've never stayed. It is cost prohibitive, you know. Um, we always ended up in a uh, condo mm. rather than at the Galvez. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be so. That's all. Like those are the significant stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, you hear about people saying that their doors open, doors slamming, the drawers, um, hallway, laughter. Um, as soon know. as they told me, as soon as I heard the story, oh, it's built on a mass grave. I was like, stay in there. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, nope. What's the most mass gravy room you've got? Yeah. Well, 501 apparently is where Audra hangs out, but that's her room. Um, but, you know, every thing I read on TripAdvisor, if people, there was a lot of people that reported that they did have an experience, but nobody, like, nothing as significant as, like, when we had the Crockett Hotel and, like, the shaking lampshades and things like that. It wasn't, that none of them seemed to be creeped out. It's like they knew, this is haunted, this is what I'm going to experience. But people, it's pretty will, active, apparently. Nobody will go with a succubus on their chest, no, choking no. them out. Not, not that I was able to read. But, um, people do have experiences and um, so it's it still so it's not like it's you know you hear about it and like you read you know like reviews and everyone's like I didn't have an experience I didn't this one's like oh yeah we had three and so many people catch pictures and video of hauntings so we have some pictures and stuff that we can include yes in the, awesome I mean, throw up on all the the YouTube videos when we do them on mm-hmm. the YouTube on the YouTube you see yeah. like shadows in like the corners mm. And um, even the hallways and people reporting, you know, seeing shadows of things that weren't there when they take pictures in the hallways, like kind of like in the Crescent, people taking pictures of the of the mirrors yeah. um, and less orbs, more people, like that's actual good. people. Oh, that's, that's good. Shadows, yeah. you know, that's cool. Less so, artifact, more actual. But I think it's really maybe a spirit. Apparently talking to some locals there because we were there recently, too. Um, well, we were south of there, but that this hotel was in disrepair in oh, was in it? like 2020. Like it was very I'd heard that. poor repair. So it, I'm glad that somebody has taken it back. And it, Was it in disrepair because of the company that had it was mismanaging or, or they just weren't doing as it, well? It seemed like their like estates management wasn't doing a very good job. Yeah. That's what I, that, I had read some stuff and I was like, man, for that much money. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you got some mold in a room or yeah, things not working correctly. Well, and you have to think about too, during that time, COVID, you know, a lot of people weren't traveling and everything. That's true. People weren't you able know. to. So you're not going to put in a whole bunch of money into something that people when are going to come visit. you can't get it back for a year know? or however long. But then, those people bought it in 2021, put in $31 million God. to renovate it. But you can see, no it, holds barred. I mean, they, Oh, it's they, gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. They really gorgeous. took it back to what it used to look like, I think. Yeah. To the best that we know. Yeah. You know, so. And it seems like they've uh, done a lot with the restaurant, too. I mean, yeah. I'm and, a menu peruser at Haunted Hotel. I like to see. You know. <laughs> and they have a full bar. They do have... The bar is beautiful. It has a beautiful oak bar. Yeah, That's, they have a full bar, um, pool, hot tub, spa. all together. You the know, pool is cool Valet. Shit. They've got the, the, the cabanas, you know, yes. like you would see in a fancy uh, Miami hotel or something. Oh, really? Like the, yeah. The beach 
leaf palm fronds type mm-hmm. stuff. So it's very nice, especially because where it's at across the street, it's not far from the Pleasure Pier now that they have. They've the rebuilt, Pleasure Pier. They the rebuilt Pleasure it. Pier. They Whoa, rebuilt what's going it. on at the Pleasure Pier? That's what Roller I want to know. Oh. Roller oh, coasters. is that the one that used to have the restaurant on the and then it got blown? Okay, yes. is, is roller coasters like code for something else? No, no, oh, it's, it's like just an amusement. A it's a little mini amusement. So they've park. turned it okay. kind of like Santa Monica. Yes, ish Coney yeah. Island kind of thing, but like I mean, very, very small. Yeah, because that's not. It's that actually where Bubba Gump, the Bubba Gump Shrimp goes right there. I and have you eaten can walk at that Bubba Gump Shrimp. Same, so we, back in 2013, ate there. We ate there. Were you impressed? Not particularly. Mar- I was not Mara impressed at really all. enjoyed the uh, tempura shrimp, and she wanted T-shirts and the souvenir glasses and all the crap they were trying to sell you. Yeah, the all the souvenir well, stuff I is mean, cool, but and it's the food right was there not... on the water, so that's kind of cool. Okay. But the the hotel is right there, so <clears throat> I would venture to just hang out at the pool and watch the people on the beach. Then go get stung by jellyfish with all these other freaks <laughs> right. in the sand. I don't like the sand, I, I, so I just want to hang out at that pool. Because you can see it. I mean, it's open. Mm-hmm. So I, I would rather just do that than go hang out out there. But yeah. So the uh, uh, bubblegum shrimp, saltgrass steakhouse, uh, Landry's seafood, and there's one more, and it's all owned by Landry's. By Landry. We have a Landry's card. Do you? Guido's. Guido's is owned by Landry? Guido's, I will say, best ca- crab cakes. I don't think Guido's is owned by Landry. I don't think it is. And Guido's has but it's, like, the it's best right, crab cakes. It's right there. And it is so good. It but is talk good. about, I haven't been there in a few years. They never did a reno on that no. beast. <laughs> no, they like, didn't. I think it's got original carpet, it's, it's original vases, From these giant, <laughs> oh my God. like, well, let me tell you, horrible vases. If you're staying at the Galvez... And you really want, and it's not cheap at all, Guido's, but Guido's crab cakes are mm. are the bomb. So, yes, Guido's is there. I don't think that it is um, owned by. Yeah, I got so them. frustrated with everything being owned by Landry's <laughs> the last time Mar and I, I, t- I took my daughter down there back in 2013 over July 4th weekend. We stayed in Clear Lake at a real nice uh so, so it frustrated you because they owned it, or yeah, I don't know. It was like, is there any restaurants that Landry's doesn't own down here? Because we would go to the pier, down, down, I mean, the boardwalk to mm-hmm. Kima, and we went to Galveston, and we also did NASA, and you just kept running into oh, it's Landry's group, Landry's group. You know, I don't know. It's irritating. I found a beautiful. I, I diner. do like saltgrass. I'm not gonna I've lie. I've never eaten at saltgrass. Oh. But it's, I have eaten at Rainforest Cafe and Bubblegum uh, Shrimp, and I rain, never Rainforest ever want to do it again. Rainforest is for kids because yeah. it's fun and it's cute and whatever. It's cute oh, for yeah, kids. She loved that. So if you wanted to go nostalgic, Guido's was also open in 1911, the same yeah. year the air yeah. conditioning was invented. Um, so it's kind of fun, but it but it's still open. What's that tell you? Like, yeah. I mean, it is still open as a restaurant. So oh yeah, it is bomb they have amazing crap but so anyway galvez go stay there i mean you're ranging from like right now you could go get a room i think it said august 21st like a tuesday was 152 dollars a night for a king that's not a, it's, it's not an ocean view if you want right. an ocean view it's like 250 but you know that's not bad i mean so anywhere between 150 to 350 depending on what you want i mean if i'm going there and i'm gonna already be at the beach i'll spend 150 for 
it's on the seawall. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have to see the ocean. I'll just walk out of my room. But um, so yeah, go go hang out. See if you can get some ghosties. Maybe we need to go hang out sometime there. To go this? Mm-hmm. I'd love to go. I've always wanted to go. I want to go to that room fifty one. Is it five hundred one? Five hundred one. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there because that's the one that I've always read about being yes. the most haunted and everything. Yeah. So, well, you know, there's just I some hotels, especially if you're from Texas, that you know about. There's hotels in general. The Stanley, you know, the Crescent. If, Texas, if, you, you know, got the Baker over in Mineral, Mineral Wells. Yep. That's yeah. Then right you've got, there, but you know the about the Galvez. List. Like, people know about the Galvez. So, so. so go stay at the Galvez. Catch some ghosties. Yes. And check us out in all the places. And maybe if we plug them enough, the Galvez maybe will bring us down. Galvez, maybe Galvez, Mary Galvez. Maybe will bring us down and uh, let us stay for free. Absolutely. Maybe throw us some brunch tickets. There you go. There you go. And our drink of the night was... Sanote. Sanote Reposado, 100% Agave Azul. Go get you some. Go get you some. It's okay. It's not awful. It's all right. It's not bad. It's okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's passable. It's, it's no middle Don, of the road. It's no Don Julio Blanco. It's no, no Mienta. It's, it's not Oh, no, it's not Mienta for sure. Mm-mm. But, Mm-mm. Yeah. but it right. doesn't suck. All righty. Have a good, good night. night. Thank you. Got the ear sweats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're going to fly. They just will not I know. Right? And I'm like, dude, I think I'm just the other So this, ah! this is not bad. That's exactly what we were talking about. I'm, I wished I'd spent the extra ten dollars and got the the good tequila, the one in yeah. the in the old antique looking we, bottle with the.